Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have started discussing chapter 11, Vishwarupa Darshan, vision of the cosmic form. So up till now in Bhagavad Gita, we have learned that all of us are trying to liberate ourselves from our sorrows. So in very first chapter, we have defined our condition, saying from my perspective, the life is full of sorrows and joys. But they don't come as cleanly defined as we would like them to be. Sorrows come with little joy and joys come with little sorrows. Everything that is positive comes with little negative and everything negative has some positive in it. The very first chapter defined our condition. To get out of this, we are trying all our means to overcome these limitations. So the first five chapters we are defined who we are and what perspective we are seeing our life therefore we have these limitations so we have seen that we are defining ourselves by our accomplishments our relationships our ability and also our limitations from that perspective when i see the world I'm, I'm a minuscule being in the world is out there to get me. The world is a vast world out there as the karma faladata. My actions in this field of my activity is this world and I have very limited control over what comes out of my actions. The vast world out there is staked against me as the karma faladata. And in that situation... I constantly try to find what is right and what is wrong, what is appropriate, what is inappropriate. And I can't find a clear definition of what is right and what is wrong. So chapter 2 onwards, we have seen that why that perspective is not correct. That perspective, me looking at from a very narrow perspective about myself is creating all this confusion if I change the perspective from who I am, which Bhagavan clarifies in chapter 2 that you are not who you think you are. This mortal self is not you but your equipment. My body, my mind, my intellect are my equipment but not me. But I consider that to be me and associate all its limitations and my limitations. So up to chapter 5, we have learned what that equipment is all about and how using it in this world effectively will get me to where I want to be, with, which is a state of complete bliss. So we learned the art of meditation in chapter 6, how to meditate upon that other self, 
which I have not experienced yet, but that's my real self. So the, the quest in the following chapter 7 onwards is to define that self, that self which I have not yet identified with, but identification with that self will end all my sorrows and limitations. So we have learned that that self is the almighty, all-pervading self. That self is none other than the self which I consider to be myself, the one self which constantly reminds me that I exist. That self is the same self as the self outside. But the change of perspective I need. So how do I get to that was the topic of chapter 10. How do I now start identifying with that higher self by seeing that self in everything and every being? In chapter 10, the Vibhuti Yoga, Yoga of Divine Glories, we have learned that Bhagwan says that anything glorious, splendid, powerful, wonderful you see in this world, consider that is that because of me, the self, in it. So the theme of chapter 10 was that I am the origin and dissolution of all the being. Aham sarvasya prabhavaha mattaha sarva pravartate. When you take that statement that everything is pervaded by me, it basically tells me that everything is one and the same. Nothing is different than I, because that I pervades everywhere. There is no space left. If he has said I pervades only in the sentient being, then it is a different story. His eye pervades everywhere. Aham atma gudakesa sarva asayas thitaha. I'm seated in the hearts of all beings. I'm the core of all the beings and things. So we have learned and have intellectual appreciation. So the knowledge in our life comes from three different sources. One is pratyaksa, pramana. Seeing is believing. You can keep telling me that it is night outside, you are hallucinating. But I personally can see. So that's the pratyaksa of Paramahana. One is inference. I infer where there is smoke, there is fire. So chapter 10 gave me all the inferences. How can I claim that there's electricity in this room? I said, don't you see the lights are on? That means electricity is on. It's an inference. That does not say that I can see electricity. All my knowledge about electricity comes from inferences only. Heater is on, lights are on, air conditioning working. But my pratyaksa pramana will be, I put finger in that outlet, no words are necessary. No description is necessary. That's the pratyaksa pramana. Seeing is, this is the closest I can come. So our Shastras, Sankhya philosophy, accept three sources of knowledge. Perception, Pratyaksa Pramana, my perception through my senses. Second is inference. I infer from my observation, this must be the truth. And third is testimony. Somebody comes and tells me what it is. So most of our knowledge about Bhagawan comes from testimony only, so far. My parents told me Bhagawan is like that. All religions tell me Bhagawan is all-pervading. Swamiji even said Bhagawan is all-pervading. Who am I to doubt him? You know? So I'm relying totally on testimony right now, 
about Bhagavad. From a lineage of all the gurus, they are telling about that the Atma is the Paramatma. Who am I to question them? That's a testimony. I have, I have complete faith in them, in the testimony. Even court also, how does a judge ever decide what is right and what is wrong? Who is guilty, not guilty? He relies strictly on testimony. Because he is hardly ever there at the scene of crime. Maybe some, some very unique case that he happens to be there. Otherwise, he is never have any other means of knowledge other than testimony. So that's why I know, take an oath, that truth, and nothing but the truth. So I can rely on testimony if I trust the testimony. So far we have trusted the testimony of Bhagavan. Aham Atma Gudakesa Sarva His testimony. He says so unless we doubt him. We don't have any reason to doubt him. So we say, okay, that's fine. Inference, then he said, okay, if you don't believe me, inference. Everywhere you see all this power and glory, that's me. Because power and glory will not be there if I'm not there. So anytime I see something splendid, anytime you go to nature, something awesome, right away you have that sense of awe about the divinity of the nature. How wonderful this nature. So that's inference. Because this exists, there must be a God. Because the nature has laws, there must be a lawgiver. And because the laws are implicitly followed, there must be a law enforcer. That's inference. Okay. We have never met him. But we know if I jump from the 14th floor window, Mother Earth will receive me as Newton figured out. But that's still not good enough for me to vouch for his presence. What I want is seeing is believing. I want to see him. So Vishwarupa Darshan is the final experience all of us are seeking. In spite of my complete faith in Bhagavad Gita and Swami Chinmananda, only time I can come and tell you Bhagavan exists is if I experience him. So therefore, now Arjuna says, Mat Anugrahaya Paramam Guhyam Adhyatma Sangnitam Mat Anugrahaya Paramam Out of this great compassion for me, not that I was deserving, not that I did something special. Mother does something for a child, not because child is deserving. Out of complete compassion for the child. Yatvaya Uktam Out of great compassion for me, you have given me, you told me this secret knowledge about the self, Adhyatma. You told me about what the self is all about. In chapter 2 you told me that you are not that mortal being. You are the immortal being. All beings are immortal. The self in them is immortal. All bodies are destroyable, perishable. But the self in those bodies is immortal. You told me this great secret which is only possible if there is a great teacher and a very eligible student is available. Otherwise, secret remains secret. Teachers may come and tell you, you will never learn. Mohoyam vigato mama. My delusion is gone by this discourse, this knowledge that you have given me out of your great compassion for me. So that confusion about who I am and what my duty is. Am I a soldier, a general? Or am I a brother and a grandson and 
a student, what is more important, my duty as a general or duty as a family man? That delusion is gone. The field of actions changes, but I, the actor, remains the same. So depending on the field of action, I should be, be working. Why am I in Gita class? I can think about architecture. Why am I an architect? I can start giving them discourse about Bhagavad Gita. Clients will go away, you know. That delusion is gone. I now know what is right, what is wrong. However, Bhava Apyayohi Bhutanam Srutav Vistar Somaya. Let me also tell you what I understood so far. That Bhava Apyaya, origin and dissolution of beings, Bhutanam, Srutav Vistar Somaya. I heard in detail which you told me. Kamalapatraksa Mahatmyam Apicha Avyayam that it is the eternal self which is the origin and dissolution. Ishwara, the Lord, is the resting place and the source of all the beings. Also Mahatmyam Apicha Avyayam then also your great glories that I heard. You the Ishwara, I heard your glories. He addresses Krishna, Kamalapatraksa, one who is lotus-eyed. Now obviously in our culture, lotus-eyed is considered beautiful. But there is another implication here that you are seeing this world as a lotus-eyed. In other words, the lotus remains pure no matter what the condition of its being. You the self remains unattached all this prakriti that you have in detail described to me how this world functions but you remain completely detached of that. I understood that part also. I understood who I am, what my duty is now. I also understood your nature as the Ishwara and how you remain detached from all the workings of this prakriti. Evam etad yatha atha Tvam Atmanam Parmeshwara. Thus, you have described. Evam etat, so be it, or so it is. This is accepted. This is what it is. Evam etat, yatha at, as you said, what we just discussed, that you are the source of all the beings and you are the dissolution of all the beings. That includes myself as well. Tvam Atmanam Parmeshwara. This is yourself you describe to me. That you are the source of all the beings. You are the dissolution of all the beings. However, drastum ichami, I want to say. I understood. I accept. So it is. Evam etat. No doubt about it. There is no question anymore. This is it. This is the reality. However... I want to say it. Drastum ichami. The sense of sight is the most dear to us. Because seeing is believing. I may close my eyes and I may hear my granddaughter. But that doesn't mean that she is here. Somebody put recording. I want to see what I'm hearing is correct or something else I'm hearing. That's why I want to have the direct experience where then I can vouch for it. That your nature is such. I'm understanding, I'm accepting, no doubt, from the t- 
testimony you have given and all others including narad muni and kavi ushna and all the people we have talked about testimony taken granted inference you told me to see in this world everywhere you see is me i also understood that but i still need my direct experience pratyaksha pramana drashtum ichami te rupam aishwaram that's splendid form of yours where everything is included in it i see you right now but just with a narrow perspective when we look at the photographs of any any building we are only seeing a part of it either we see front olden days we used to send you know the perspectives now we give the video a walk around to our clients so you can you can walk around all around the building you can go inside fly over you want to give them a complete picture not just the one narrow view it's like the staff in my office when they work on a project they have a very narrow view of that project somebody is only drafting staircases somebody is drafting only outside one somebody is only doing mechanical system so when the building is under construction or when finish nil nil we want to go to site and see how it came out because they want to see the complete picture how that now building looks like is what you were working on and why do you need to, no, no no i only knew this but i want to see the entire building when it is completed what it feels like because that's the pratyaksha pramana previously there was inference that if i draw like this it will look like this there is inference we build the model in our mind has to be complete because what you see in the paper is only part of it the one said in the last chapter last verse says this entire jagat i'm supporting by fraction of myself that arouses arjuna's curiosity if the whole jagat is just a fraction of you then what it will like to see you in your in your totality so therefore i said drashtum ichhame te roopam aishwaram purushottam i want to see that splendid form of yours where everything is included not just the part manyase yadi tat shakyam maya if you think it is possible for me to see drashtum iti prabho oh lord you are the lord with your grace i have learned this now if you think it's my staff coming in neil with your grace i've been working on can with your grace can i go to the site in new york or wherever the building is then i can go and see drashtamiti prabhu yogeshwara tato metvam darsayatmanam avyayam now he addresses krishna yogeshwar this is all your yoga with maya to project this world it's your yoga you are the lord of yoga you connect things together to create this picture for me i have seen the partial pictures but you are the lord of entire jagat entire vishwa which exist i want to see that dasyami atmanam avyayam i want to see your that inexhaustible form if you think i'm capable of doing so so he made himself clear that without that pratyaksha pramana my knowledge is incomplete 
आई हैव टू हैव दिस प्रत्यक्ष प्रमाण इन्फ्लुएंस इज फाइन टेस्टिमोनी इज फाइन आई वॉन्ट प्रत्यक्ष प्रमाण बट आई एम नॉट सेंग दैट आई एम वर्दी ऑफ डूइंग सो आई एम जस्ट ए क्यूरियस स्टूडेंट asking you the lord you have all the capability to grant me this reason if you think i'm worthy of doing so please grant me the reason om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu मा कचिदुखभागे ओ शाति 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 हरि ओ श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओ